1: Hey guys, I wanted to tell you I'm offering a free weight loss virtual Bible study. Now is the perfect time to focus on understanding true hunger and fullness and learn what the Bible has to say about it. All you have to do is go to chantelrayway.com slash Bible study. After you sign up, you'll receive a six-week Bible study video that you can watch on your own or you can get a small group of people and do it together. That's chantelrayway.com slash Bible study for your free six-week Bible study course. One of the things I've realized is that there's so many chemicals in laundry detergent and the soaps out there. So I either make it myself, it's actually pretty easy, or I use my green fills. If you go to ChantelRayWay.com slash soap, I'll give you my free recipe for laundry soap. Or if you just feel like buying one that's really clean and not filled with tons of chemicals, you can get it there, ChantelRayWay.com slash soap. Hey guys, I'm on my way home from being on national TV talking about intermittent fasting and I'm answering the question, Does intermittent fasting help you lose weight? Maybe you guys have tried intermittent fasting and lost some weight, but now you might just be stuck in a rut where you're not losing as much as you want. Well, I've interviewed over a thousand thin eaters and I've learned that intermittent fasting is just one of the tools they use. But there's so many more. There's nine other principles that they use to stay thin. To get out of your rut, click here to watch this free video. Hey guys, I'm so excited to introduce to you Michael Meehan, and he has a website called com. And today we are talking all about different sleep tactics, different health tactics. So stay tuned. Michael, welcome. Tell listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Thanks, Chantel. I appreciate you having me on. So, I am a physician, basically focused on health transformation and health optimization. So, I'm board certified in physical medicine rehabilitation and basically do non-operative orthopedics including regenerative medicine and also I'm boarded in pain medicine but along with that really focus on people from head to toe and really trying to get people um, to live a limitless type of life so um, you know started uh, in this journey many years ago um, have worked in uh, smaller orthopedic groups in the past I'm actually with a a very focused group here at Rejuve Medical up in Minnesota, and we look at a little bit of everything, whether it's um, your habits, whether it's your sleep, whether it's hormone status, whether it's things like peptides. We do, again, a fair amount of regenerative medicine for orthopedic issues, for uh, aesthetic issues, sexual health function, so we kind of touch on a little bit of everything.
1: Now, talk a little bit about your personal journey with intermittent fasting. Do you do it and what kind of eating window do you have?
0: Sure. So I've done it for probably about two years and, you know, kind of went into it kicking and screaming a little bit, to be honest with you, because when uh, the topic was first broached with me, I was a little bit hesitant, like most people are. But that's probably been the single most thing that has really helped to kind of change and transform my health, both from a look standpoint or aesthetic standpoint, but also the way I feel. Um, It's really improved. I was having some issues with my skin and was having breakouts all over the place, which I think likely was due to either the beginnings of type 2 diabetes or some gut related issues. So once I started doing that, symptoms changed pretty dramatically. Um, My body composition changed dramatically as well and um, really helped to improve my overall look, feel all those sort of things. Um, I was having some brain fog challenges and difficulties and just doing some simple things from that standpoint has really made a significant impact in my life. And something we try to incorporate with a good number of our patients for multiple reasons, but especially when we do uh, regenerative medicine procedures for PRP and stem cells, actually fasting and or intermittent fasting has been shown to help stimulate your own stem cells and kind of help to rejuvenate yourself. Also very helpful for what's called autophagy, where you kind of do your own spring cleaning, kind of chew up all your dead crummy cells and really try to get you moving forward and, and, and helping to optimize uh, the way you look, feel, and function.
1: So let's kind of dive in for people who haven't heard kind of some of these terms, like cellular regenerative medicine and PRP sure. and stem cells. Break that down in the easiest way you can. And- sure as practically as you can of what are these things and what do you
0: Sure. So where the treatments initially started was with what's called prolotherapy which basically uses dextrose, which is a sugar that's in all IV fluids. So if you've heard of D5W or D5 half normal, the D is the dextrose. And when injected into the body, it sets off an inflammatory cascade where it'll pull in cells to heal things. So that's kind of where regenerative medicine started. And then some uh, dentists and or some plastic surgeons started using blood and or what's called platelet-rich plasma or PRP. Where you take out the blood from your arm or wherever you get it, you spin it down to the platelet level, and then you take the platelets and inject them back into any specific tissue that you're trying to change. And the platelets are kind of the um, cells that come in when you injure yourself. So when you cut yourself, you break your leg, you do that sort of thing, the platelets come in, they kind of stabilize that area, cut down on any bleeding. And they kind of help release growth factors and other things to tell your body what to do to try to heal that. And that's the good type of inflammation. Most of the time, we're hearing about inflammation. We want to quell that or uh, calm it down from a chronic standpoint, which I agree with. We can talk about a little bit more in detail. But this is more of acute inflammation, which you're trying to heal the tissue. And it's very beneficial for a good number of things, but can be beneficial for things like joint issues, like osteoarthritis. Can be helpful for cartilage tears or injuries from that standpoint soft tissue problems like tendons or ligaments can be helpful for things like uh turning over your face so if you've heard of uh, the vampire procedures like the vampire facelift or the vampire facial it's basically using prp to do that and then there are even options for sexual health like what's called the o shot or the p shot where you take it and inject it and excuse me inject it in the sexual organs For men, it's very good for erectile dysfunction. For women, it's very good for folks that have had incontinence issues or problems with orgasm or thinning of the tissue and some of the other pieces from that standpoint. So overall, kind of sounds like snake oil, but it does a great amount to really kind of change the integrity in the environment of the tissue and kind of set off a healing cascade. And then the step up from that are using what are called stem cells, which are typically obtained from bone. Most of the time, the iliac crust and pulled out of there. And then again, those can be injected into pretty much any tissue. That's probably the most robust thing that we we're able to do. And those, again, can be used for anything from orthopedics to aesthetics to sexual health or any other specific abnormality that you want to treat.
1: So, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. But so like for the difference between like plasma and platelets, Plasma, isn't that the liquid portion of the whole blood? It is. And then the platelets are kind of the blood cells that cause blood clots and healing functions?
0: Typically, that's the case. So the plasma has actually got some growth factors and some other things in it as well. Used to be when PRP started, that was kind of discarded. Well, we found out that it's actually very helpful for certain conditions Especially muscle injury and muscle tear, the platelet-poor plasma, like you're talking about, is actually very responsive and can be very helpful for muscle injuries and tears. We also will use it for other procedures to kind of extend the amount that we have, for example, with our spine procedures, like our neck or low back type procedures. So the platelet-poor plasma actually has some benefits and can be helpful in trying to help and improve. But kind of the magic portion is that platelet-rich plasma as well. So...
1: Now, does, does PRP help with psoriasis at all?
0: Um, there's potentials that it may help to benefit that because it does change the integrity of the tissue and can help to cut down on some of that chronic inflammatory response and that sort of thing after a period of time. But I would mm-hmm. say the things that tend to help psoriasis the most are going back to what we discussed before are some of the diet related issues and some of the problems from that standpoint. So that's where things like fasting or intermittent fasting can be very beneficial because those are helpful going back to what we talked about with the chronic inflammation. And then that's more of an autoimmune type issue. So again, we will focus on immune type function from that standpoint. So, um, While PRP can somewhat be helpful, that's more of a metabolic, or let me say again, that's more of a systemic issue. So there are some other things that we would do from that standpoint to really try to help improve that situation. So it'd be things like psoriasis, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, if you've heard of Hashimoto's thyroiditis, where your body's basically attacking the thyroid, um, Crohn's disease, uh, multiple sclerosis, and some of the other pieces from that standpoint, where your body's kind of attacking itself There are some strategies that we can employ that will help to improve that. And some of those can be regenerative, but a lot of it's more just looking at, you know, some of the pieces from trying to calm chronic inflammation.
1: So what are some of the things you have done to fix those things? What are some kind of things that you've said these have really...
0: So, you know, again, a lot of it's the lower hanging fruit of the things that we all should be doing and oftentimes neglect because they're not fun or they're not sexy or they're not that interesting. So sleep obviously is very important. Uh, Most people typically will need anywhere from about seven to eight hours of sleep. And sleep's one of those things that, you know, a lot of us kind of poo-poo or uh, really don't look at significantly, but you know, you can survive without food for a couple of weeks. You can actually survive without water for a couple of weeks. You cannot survive for sleep without sleep. You would die basically. So sleep is one of those things that's very important. I think another one that's great, and especially with this time of coronavirus and all the other hysteria that's going on, stress reduction, I think, is incredibly important. It's mm-hmm. tied into sleep to some degree, but also really trying to calm yourself and really trying to kind of tap into more your parasympathetic nervous system, which is more of your calming nervous system and that sort of thing. Um, I think nutrition is very important, looking at things like fasting, intermittent fasting, and also focusing on diet choices. Yes, there are multiple diets that we want to look at potentially, and all of those have their potential pluses and minuses. But I think the bigger key is focusing on foods that are non-processed. So nobody's going to argue with that point. Um, nothing that comes out of a bag or a wrapper or um, um, anything that you put in the microwave or any of those sort of pieces. So eating whole foods, I think, is very important in that feeding window and or even doing a 24 hour fast weekly or a three to five day fast quarterly can be very beneficial in trying to help with issues there, too.
1: Hey guys, one of the things that will take your weight loss to the next level is coaching. You can either work one-on-one with me or one of our certified private coaches. If you'd like, you can schedule your free call. It's a 10-minute strategy call just to see if coaching is gonna really take you to the next level. The other thing is listening to the audiobook. Listening to the audiobook and getting the video course that I've done, people are seeing dramatic results. If you just listen to the audiobook 30 minutes a day over and over and over again and get the video course. Go to chantalrayway.com and check out the video course. You won't be sorry you did. Hey guys, I wanna tell you about a great product that you absolutely cannot live without and it's called Digest Aid. When you're stressed, you might not be able to produce as much stomach acid. And if you're eating a little more right now and you're stressed, you need help to digest your food. My Digest Aid that I created has enzymes that are capable of doing just that. It has both betaine HCL, not just HCL, but an enzyme pepsin that helps your body digest your food, which is really unique. And right now, all of our products are 30% off. Go to chantelrayway.com, click on store, and get yours for 30% off. Just use the promo code podcast. I don't know about you guys, but I've been doing a ton of cooking lately. And I've been having so many new recipes. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash free recipes to get the best kale dressing recipe you'll ever have. The dairy-free artichoke dip that you will love for completely free. I also wanna give you my entire free smoothie book that has the best smoothies. One of the things that can help you lose weight is just to replace one of your meals with an amazing smoothie. So if you're eating two meals, just make one of them a smoothie. You can get my free amazing recipe book at ChantelRayWay.com slash free recipe. And our protein shakes are amazing as well. And right now they're 30% off. Go to ChantelRayWay.com, click on store and use podcast for the 30% off your protein shake. Okay, so what are your best tips for sleeping?
0: So along with, um Some of the other things we talked about, I do think certain subset of the population responds well to a very low dose melatonin. So anywhere from 0.5 milligrams to one milligram can be very good. Um, You know, I think that things like GABA sometimes can be a benefit. 100 milligrams is usually enough for most people. but I, I think the bigger piece is really trying to get a sleep routine and really trying to focus on those type issues, because I think that's the bigger portion um, for men. And even to lesser degree, women, the other part is if you're a you know, snore or you have issues with breathing, I think it's incredibly important to get a sleep study completed. And, you know, you'd be surprised how many people have challenges with sleep apnea and if you can correct those either with a dental appliance or with a CPAP machine, um, you can make some pretty significant inroads to your sleep. Actually, I had to do that myself, and I actually use a CPAP nightly at this stage. So don't think it's something that's either, you know, a, you know an older person's disease or that sort of thing. It can kind of hit folks at any age or any time. So that's made a pretty significant impact in my sleep for sure. There's no question from that standpoint.
1: So what are your favorite supplements? Kind of the one that you would say, these are the ones that I see that most people are deficient in. What are your favorite ones?
0: So I think vitamin D is number one, in my opinion, because it has so many benefits in the body. It's involved in, you know, depending on who you read two to 300 different reactions in the body. It's got significant benefits from, uh, immune standpoint which again with where we are in this crazy world with the virus is something we really want to focus on Uh, most of us don't get enough sunlight or any other pieces there it's also very good for brain health although also very good for musculoskeletal and bone health gut health you name it so that's probably one of the ones i would really push for the most part magnesium is another one again another one that most of us are significantly deficient in for your hypertensive patients it's very good for bringing down blood pressure again another one that's great for people that have bone health issues or you're trying to strive to be proactive and keep them from having bone health issues like osteoporosis great for gut health and maintaining good uh, bowel movement activity that sort of thing very good for muscle soft tissue pain if you've got people that cramp a lot in, at night or if they've got restless leg it's usually not necessarily, you know, deficiency in certain things, but magnesium is one that can really be uh, helped or benefited by that. I think B vitamins, they're incredibly important as well. Um, B vitamins help to, um, you know, make red blood cells. They are incredible for brain health. Also, they help with what's called methylation, which is very important with the way we express our DNA. And we do have a significant amount of control with our DNA and the way it's expressed. What's called epigenetics. So if you lack, if you lack B vitamins, then there can be a potential issue or problem from that standpoint. So I think that's another one that's uh, very important uh, to look at and/or try to uh, supplement if there is some deficiency from that standpoint. And then one other one that I think is really important, especially as we, um, you know. Get into our 30s, 40s, and 50s is a supplement called DHEA, which is actually um, in the pathway going from cholesterol down to your sex hormones. And important again, another one that's great for immune health and immune function, also great for brain health, but it's also been shown to increase longevity and lifespan. When that one starts to dip both in men and women, then people start getting sicker, they can get things like cancers and some other things. And can be a a great marker for that. Also can be beneficial for joint health, joint pain, and musculoskeletal issues as well. So those are probably the ones that I would typically focus on primarily.
1: Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you.
0: So um, the website that we are is www.rejuvemedical.com. Both myself and my partner, Dr. Baumgartner, will be able to look and evaluate and treat any of your specific issues from orthopedic or any other standpoint. Um, I'm on social media. Um, uh, on Facebook, it's Michael Meehan. Um, on Twitter, it's M D. And on um, LinkedIn, it's Michael Meehan.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And you guys stay tuned because we have another episode coming up in just a few minutes. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com.
0: Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.